Hello, 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 and welcome to the week 13 edition of the Sunday Night Rundown. Our college football playoff is set. We've got Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State, and congrats to those four schools. It's going to be fun, 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 fun college playoff. My Steelers continue to lose when you should win and win when you should lose. I mean, it's just a disaster over here. Uh, NBA Top Shot vibes are, in fact, back. I mean, all over the Twitter algorithm. And I think Steph Curry is honestly some sort of alien. Like, I, I don't really understand how he does the things that he does. The latest video clip was totally insane. I don't know if you guys have saw it yet, but we'll have to get into that and make sure you did see it. Um, but, yeah, totally insane. Justin, TJ, how's it going on a Sunday evening? Doing well. Is the video clip real? I don't know. I think that's what we're still figuring out. Like uh, maybe Drew Brees got struck by lightning again. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just assumed honestly it was real because it was Steph. But like if they did do a fake Steph video, I'm sure it would get everybody. But yeah, I don't know. Totally insane. To, if that's anywhere near real, five of those shots in a row is just totally bonkers. Makes no sense to me. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that I did see that video. I was also like, is that real? I mean, that, that was... That was insane. But if anyone's going to make that shot, it's, it's definitely going to be Steph. Another great Sunday, like like Coop was saying. Top shot, at least for a moment, is back. So that's fun. We're going to do a little Twitter spaces, talk some top shot tomorrow. My Eagles, you know, looking looking pretty good. Chiefs with a loss. 49ers, that's super unfortunate with the, uh, with the Jimmy G thing. But – Definitely makes the NFC road a little bit easier for the birds, but uh, never, never want to see that happening as a result of an injury though. Yeah. All right. I just watched the video again. Um, well, we got to play, we got to play the video. If you got Actually, it, yeah, you let's play it. Up. Let's play we got to play We got to play the video. Share that screen. Uh, yeah. I was actually like looking it up while, while we were talking here, but it's worth, it's worth the play. Okay. Um, eh, we don't need sound for it. It doesn't really matter. Um, all right. Like, it barely doesn't hit the ceiling. <laughs> like, it almost looks. Does it, does it go through the ceiling? Wait, he does I this mean, multiple times. I didn't even see that. Oh, he Why does this. He, five, do he makes five in a row. Wait. Oh, I didn't even know that. I only saw it once. Oh, God, no. Oh, come on. Oh, that's got to be one. fake then. Then that's got to be. This last one. Bro, there's totally no absurd. way. Totally absurd, that last one. And then he just runs out. <laughs> he was, like, legitimately hyped up, seemingly. That's why I also was like, wait a second. What's happening here? <laughs> I, I, I think it's fake. I think it, that's. I, I only saw it one time, and then I was still questioning if it's fake. Five in a row? Insane. Uh, yeah, no one. One is definitely like because right. I thought it was one. I'm like, all right, for like, sure he can step. I did not realize it was five in a row. That that seems quite unlikely. We're we're seeing we got, chat I, saying I, I, we got the pros. We got the pros saying it's edited. I think it's got to be fake. Like just statistically making that shot. Like no, there's just there's no way. No way. All right, I guess I'll have to put out the gotcha tweet tomorrow then when it's like certified that it's fake. Definitely got me. I just assumed uh, Steph is some sort of alien from a different planet and can do stuff like that, but it's crazy. Uh, Coop totally believed crazy. that. Coop thought that Breeze got struck by lightning too. I, you know what? It was funny. I was like so late to the Twitter game that like I had already saw that it was fake and then I was like, oh, wait, I'm not even going to like troll myself to go back and think that it's real. So I was I was pretty late on that one. Uh. All right. all right where do we where do we, where do we want to start here i mean what what a what an interesting day today in the nfl Teed said said it best cincinnati Bengals have uh re-entered the chat with a huge win uh on uh on and against patrick mahomes and, and travis kelsey who I, I think for the first time in well i can't remember what the stat was they were saying but kelsey didn't have a catch in the first half and it was the first time in well, i don't know a long long time that he had never had a catch so i thought that was interesting that he wasn't able to get in the mix and clearly when kelsey can't get into the mix from from a kc perspective it, it, it can be a challenging game so interesting game there for sure 
Yeah, I mean, just to get a kind of a view of the landscape of what it's looking like, like we are now through just about to be through week 13, still have obviously the game tonight, Cowboys, Colts, and then tomorrow night, Monday Night Football in Tampa, uh, Bucks versus Saints. But most of the playoff landscape is looking pretty clear. Um, like I think today with the Bengals winning, they moved up to a 90% likelihood to actually make it in. Ravens, obviously Lamar's situation, but moved up to 89. Um, at eight and four, they're pretty much like both near locks. Uh, Dolphins here at 87. <laughs> Bucks, even at five and six, but with Atlanta losing today, gives them an extra, I think, you know, half a game up on that division. They're still likely. likely. You pretty much have both divisions have like, two or three teams fighting for one spot. Like in the NFC, you're looking at uh, um, Giants, Commanders are pretty much the only ones like fighting for that last one. I guess if the Bucks, I mean, if the Bucks would have faltered, you'd have the Falcons or the Seahawks faltered from a, a wild card. But it's really, hey, Commanders and Giants fighting for that last spot. And then the AFC side, it's really like Patriots and Jets with maybe like, Really, it's Jets with maybe Patriots, Raiders, and Chargers like an outside shot at that last spot. Um, it's interesting how, hey, we still have, what, five, six weeks left in the season, five weeks left in the season, and um, it's pretty much pretty pretty clear. Mike White and the Jets, man, I thought they were going to do it again. This guy is seemingly magical for them and just couldn't get couldn't get the damn two, three yards that they needed to get to get the ball into the end zone there. Had two shots at it. I, I, I can't believe that they, uh, the drive that Minnesota ran uh, after they did stop them took only 13 seconds off the clock. They clearly weren't trying to do anything else besides just running it, gave the Jets another shot and ended up keeping them out of the end zone. So, uh, But, yeah, a little bit of magic down there. And, uh, yeah. Was Barrios almost caught it in the end zone too? He, almost still had that. Game. I thought he had it. I, I actually was shocked that he ended up dropping it. It looked like the ground must have caused a, a had a, had a much bigger impact because it clearly looked like he had it in his hands, and then when he hit the ground, it sort of just uh, bounced, it bounced out of his hands. Yeah, and then I think other from the top, uh, you know, from the top teams, Jalen Hurts has to Mike likely is moving to the favorite from an MVP consideration. Um, the connection that he has just with AJ Brown and Devon Smith, that entire team is extremely impressive. Um, obviously, always still able to get on the ground. And then in the AFC for that bye, with the Chiefs losing this game, Bills and Chiefs, Chiefs still have the tiebreaker from winning head to head. Um, but if you look at the schedules, I don't know. Like it, this has the Bills at a better chance at it, but like Chiefs have a pretty easy schedule at Denver, at Houston, Seattle, and Denver. While uh, Chiefs still, while Bills still have Miami and at Bengals, um, difficult games there. That's pretty much three auto wins for the Chiefs right there. It really does. I mean, two Denver and a Houston, right? And then home Seattle, like yeah. That should well, wait, be. No, two, two, two of them are against Denver too, right? Week 14. Correct. Two, two yeah. Denver and a Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, one that's, Seattle. that's a cakewalk right there. That should be 12 and three easily, 13 and three, assuming they can beat Seattle at home. Like, yeah. Oh, actually, week 18. Okay, I forgot because we have 18. At Vegas isn't the easiest. But again, Bills, home New England, also not the easiest. Um, but I think Chiefs still end up getting the number one seed. Should be should be fun down the stretch and should be fun fun playoffs too. I mean, definitely I've seen that that anything can can happen on it. Any of these days, and none of the teams have proven to be you know, absolutely unbeatable. So a lot of a lot of good teams in the league. And this was a really, I mean, we talked about it before the slate start today, but it was just a, set up as a really fun slate for points to be scored and just lots of different options, lots of fun matchups. And kind of saw that that play out in the the Rumble streets and the fantasy streets in general this week. But uh, yeah, lots of lots of good stuff going on. And uh, also had NFL all day playbook going today. There's plenty to be tracking all Sunday long. Uh, it was a it was a busy day for sure. Yeah, shout out the the playbook. I was uh, trying to follow the have a night ha, have a night defense, have a night offense, and um, man, shout out to shout out to Neil putting together the flash challenge terminal because honestly, it was starting to get crazy. Whenever you're looking at tackles, interceptions, what what's a what's a good way to attack getting as many yards as possible? I know everyone's been talking about how many completions there will be of the All Pro uh, playbook. So uh, I think uh, if you didn't if you didn't have a, have that tool to take advantage of, it was going to be pretty difficult to sort through what the 
even remotely optimal path path was at least for your own collection to to acquire as many yards as you possibly could but um yeah i think it was what's the uh what's the kind of conclusion here what are we thinking so I, I think is whenever I looked at it, like more people got in on the defensive side because of that, and you you could you could stack up some cheaper moments. I think uh, on the offensive side, there wasn't as many options. Uh, at least last time I had looked at it, but you're obviously going to need to do both of those uh, if you're looking at trying to get to 100 yards and get the full um, and get that get that Joe Mixon. Then you're gonna you're gonna need to do both of those plus potentially some other burn options. Um, but yeah, I think in general, it was, it was a, it was a fun way to sweat the games and clearly the thresholds were there um, and ultimately gave a little bit more nods to defense. I think it's kind of how it, it played out from my standpoint. Yeah. I was just take, taking a look at it now. Definitely good, good usage on the defensive players, which is fun. Just in terms of adding utility to those. And yeah, like at the, Running back position only, only a hundred plus with the hundred or only two people with a hundred plus rushing yards. Handful with hundred plus receiving. P, I know P Ryan got to a hundred. Yeah, yards here let, let's. Uh, I can actually just share. Who's the other? So we can check. Yeah, so we have the the having a night defense and all pro here. So yeah, with um with the. Uh, 300 yards plus passing. You've got Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, Goff, and Herbert. And then for the 100 yards, you've got Josh Jacobs, Piran. Josh Jacobs, man, he just just too good. Devontae Adams also just way too good. I mean, Devontae Adams is absolutely Yeah, win- winning DFS lineups had the running back and the wide receiver of the Raiders and no QB. And uh, just like by all strategic aspects by all logic like you should not be stacking a running back with a wide receiver uh and not the quarterback and it's hit and it's especially hit when they're both year. what top three expensive at their position <laughs> like yeah. i mean constructing a yeah spending up on both of those guys without the quarterback does seem like it would not be a good strategy but uh and there was no bring back on the other side that you would have wanted like Eckler was trash. I guess Keenan ended up having that one big touchdown, so that probably long, made him decent. But also, long touchdown. Yeah, but Keenan was still trailing pretty much the other. I mean, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, like yeah, the other decent value guys. Yeah, if you scroll here, scroll down, Teach. I think you can get a little bit. I thought there was way more guys with ten tackles than there than there would be. Obviously, hundred yards receiving came came quickly too. But yeah, this uh, this was what I was checking out before. And if you look at picks, I think everyone had predicted interceptions to be one of the ones that you could keep an eye on quickly, just because it was only one interception. You could sort of get a jump on some cheaper moments potentially. So I, I don't know if we saw a ton of. Looks like a couple of. So the six dollar moment is up fifty percent. So it looks like it that that they're out there could be could be scooping those up. Yeah, like if you go to the um market moment site on OTM, you can see like twenty four hour volume, and by far and away, Christian Kirk is leading the way because uh, he early on, you know, probably was the first one there to get to a hundred yards on the day from receiving wise, and that's his common, which circulation ten thousand is only going for. Seven dollars now and four dollars earlier today. So people are scooping that up. Um, and the second uh, most is Jalen Petre, um, rookie defensive moment. Um, is he on there? I guess he probably. Yeah, has he has. 10 he had he, Houston say so he had sixteen tackles today. So yeah, that, yeah. and, and uh, you need the debuts here. So uh, people people picking picking that one up. I'll be honest. I did not know people get that many tackles in a game. That seems like a lot of tackles. That's this is solo <laughs> plus. A, this is solo plus assisted. So it, okay. it's a combined assisted. combined stat okay. there. But um, yeah. I mean, seventeen yeah. tackles feels like a lot. That's, oh yeah, that's a crazy a lot. Mid- middle linebackers get a, get a ton. Like yeah, the I guess ones you're just in the mix on every running play, and like even some potential like you know a tight end across the middle. You make a tackle, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know, some some teams are running it thirty five times. And so if you're getting it run against you 35 times, there's at least 35 tackles in there. Sometimes you're getting more because of share tackles and such. And yeah. Shout out to our uh, spaces that we had on Thursday. Justin, we were, we were talking about that Baltimore-Denver game for the least amount of p- points scored. Would have hit both. <laughs> if you just picked any Baltimore or any Denver, you would have you basically been close to hitting. I uh, can't believe that they ended up coming back for that win. Obviously not great news on Lamar, but uh, man, 10-9, 
victory for uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens over just a dismal team in Denver at this point. So I like on the playbook website. So all the all day website earlier when we were looking at playbook, like it was basically like every single one was stacked and you had to kind of sift through like which one's rookie, which one's all pro. Now they have it a lot cleaner. So when you go to playbooks, like you can specifically choose, okay, I want to look at the rookie one or I want to look at the all pro one. Um, so props, props to the all day team on that nice UI change. I'm still trying to like figure out like how you can see whether you got your answers correct or whatever. Um, mm. but, but maybe they haven't. The task will be validated and yardage will be awarded by December 6th. So that's why they just haven't been put through yet. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they're going to do it sort of more all at once, basically, uh, when they, they look at all the pregame stuff and and then ultimately reward the yards for anybody that's completing, completing the challenges of the postgame challenges as well. Ah, here. And shout out, Gaddy. Okay, interesting. So there's a dead moment at $4 that is tilting it. That's why I thought it was weird that like you 94 were sold, but price movement hadn't moved at all from $4. Makes sense. Makes sense. There is always when people do start buying a singular moment, there is always that chance that like something does get stuck seemingly uh, whether it's the reader of the blockchain, whether that moment's there, it, it ends up creating some challenges, but uh, always trying to take a look and get as accurate of a picture as we possibly can there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was, uh, if there's a, a use case for the flash challenge terminal, I feel like this week's playbook was definitely a very difficult to, figure out what's going on without it. So hopefully people were getting getting good value out of their Jolly Jokers and out of their OTM premium memberships. And we'll we'll see what we get for playbook coming this week. I think we don't really necessarily have a, a clear picture of, of what's going to happen week to week, just kind of taking it by day by day, seeing what the all day team comes out with. But I, th- I definitely think it was, it was cool. And like we talked about in the spaces, just kind of the idea of, being able to get yards for the collection that you already have and getting additional utility in that way, as opposed to it being this mega extreme market manipulating tool every week. I think, I think that's a great way to to think about playbook. And it feels like with all of the different options for, for who's eligible here, it it, uh, is definitely a step towards that direction. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for you know what they do what they do in the, in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, there's like you know people have been speculating there'll be a middle middle of the road tier that's a little bit harder than rookie, a little less hard than all pro. But I, I like the way they've anchored on some statistics, uh, and they are truly letting the on field performance drive it. So if they aren't changing any of the statistics, and there's gonna gonna be sort of a a, a pretty pretty solid set, then I think it'll allow for collectors have to have that multi week strategy, which is always fun in in my opinion. Yep, after that. Um, and I mean, just like I'm looking through, um, looking just through some of the moments and stuff, and it's interesting. And so, one player that I think is of interest from a rookie standpoint for this year is Christian Watson. Um, in his last 21 touches, I think he has eight touchdowns, and that's something like the last four games, like something absurd, the efficiency that he's realizing right now. Um, and whether, you know, I, I don't think it's honestly fluky. Um, going into the draft, like we knew he was one of the most probably athletic guys in that draft. He just, you know, expected it was going to take some time for him to actually develop um, because, you know, they went to a smaller school, a bit of a late bloomer and such. Uh, but like he has come on strong. And so today put up another two touchdowns, one in a reception, one in a pass. Um, and I'm curious, like, I mean, you know, his moment is widely available, um, you know, slash 10,000. It's his rookie. It's his all day debut. Um, it was hovering around $5 a month ago when he wasn't really playing much. And then in that last month, he's put up, as I said, pretty much averaging two touchdowns a game for the past four games. And now he's up to around $7. Um, and like, yeah, that's not that much of a difference. It's literally just $2, but I wonder at what point, like, you know, will some of the actual collector nature kick in and people are like, Hey, and I, I think the honest answer is, is that at a number of 10,000 people just, it, it's just too much to really move the needle. Um, like 10,000 mint is just too high. We have now learned. Um, and I could look to see like 
I mean, 64% of it is owned, 17% of the pack. So it's not like they're being majorly held back or anything. Like these are widely available. Um, and I don't know. I, we knew with Top Shot, like the 4K rookies, those actually moved because 4K was a scarce enough amount uh, that like, hey, those were high in demand, especially in the numbers. Uh, we obviously don't have the market right now to really put, you know, to make demand on a 10K moment. But that's where I'm hopeful that, hey, long term, like, you know, it's a combination of the scarcity side of things going forward on the all day, as well as just the long term trajectory of all day as more people kind of, you know, move into it. Um, but I think that's that's an interesting use case where just how hot he has run the last four weeks. And like, I think it has in all like dynasty fantasy football wise, like he has moved up ranking substantially and people believe like, Hey, that is a more valuable dynasty asset for fantasy football. Theoretically, it should then also be a more valuable dynasty asset or long-term asset for NFL day. Yeah. the, The nature of a marketplace and being able to look at all of these sort of facets of moments moving being bought and sold is so so interesting to me you know i, I think you you said you said it well justin i think i look and there's 13 listed at seven dollars there's 27 listed at eight dollars there's 19 listed at nine and 23 listed at 10 so it's roughly what did i list off there maybe 80 90 moments so it's about a hundred hundred dollars to move to double digit move to the ten dollar floor um, but after that there's like more significantly less listed obviously and only three percent of the mo- moments are listed so you know it, it is interesting to look at the market details uh behind the marketplace and if you could make a couple of bucks nowadays i think people are trying to make a couple of dollars and stack dapper in certain ways but the long-term collector element of that moment is going to be interesting to watch over the over the next couple you know obviously a couple years and as he progresses and play as a player too yeah yeah agreed and yeah i mean i think yeah on the site you can easily see and just in case people aren't as familiar with it i'll do a quick screen share um to show them what you were looking at coop um but yeah Yeah, so right here yep exactly but below the charts you can actually see Hey, here are how many are listed at each price point. So at that $7, you have the 13, 27, 19, 23. Um, now, the truth is that like, I wouldn't, th- this doesn't make me think that, hey, if we sold about 70, then we're going to get you know to these higher amounts more easily. Because honestly, what would happen is if it starts selling, more people are going to come start listing and putting it on here. Uh, so there's a lot more, I'd say, hidden uh, friction or hidden kind of barriers than just what we see here. But when there are less elements here, maybe you see like there's a, you know, maybe a, a, a more of a like a puddle um, in this area. Like, hey, maybe that's where you can find like a new uh, a, a new equilibrium going forward. Um, but yeah, it, this is really helpful. I think for more scarce moment for rares and such, that's where this comes becomes really valuable because you can see where there's like major gaps and major jumps. Yeah, definitely a good view to be able to look at. Bad man loves himself some Christian Watson leading the way with 16. All right. <laughs> shout out the, shout out the hammer. Joker. Shout out the hammer. He's, he's got he's got a joker. I think he's doing pretty well in one of the contests, uh, one of the joker gated Roman contests this week. I love it. I love it. We got to get the we're, hammer we're to change to, that. We PFP. might need to implement uh, adding the joker PFPs to those the top collectors on there. That would be fun. Uh, do, do you think it, it would do it automatically, right? Or you think these need to, these may need to be like cached oh, oh. or something? It's a good yeah, it's a good question. I, I don't know if they're I don't know if we have the images cached or I if it's actually pulling do. it. If we're pulling, no, it we're not, we don't we we don't. But that, yeah, we, I'm sure we could. But yeah, we we haven't added that. Yeah, shout out. We we didn't bring that up, but for people that maybe didn't see it, ooh yeah, Jolly Jokers came in. Maybe we can find that. I'll, I'll find that dapper tweet. But the Jolly Dude, Jokers I was just came check in as the, the highest percentage of collection ah, that there you people go. have selected as their uh pfp in dapper so that was that was nice look so uh for i went to the top shot because i knew i was high on the Jokic one um it does automatically pull if they updated here oh nice so very cool there might be a little contest in the works where if you have a jolly joker profile picture you might uh might get a little extra bump there might might be something in the works Definitely want to be making those JGAs, your PFTs, in Dapper, on Twitter, in Discord, in YouTube, the YouTube chat right here. We got some, we got some JJs in the chat. 
Um, we like. Did you pull up like the tweet? Jim. You want me to pull up the tweet you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, it was just the Hello Dapper uh, account that tweeted it out. Twenty, like twenty-two percent or something like that. Is that Seventeen. Ah, uh, okay. I figured that there was a twenty percent number in my head. I guess. Hold on, I'm gonna go sifting through the Dapper tweets. Was not the best idea. There's too many. <laughs> uh it's the Hello Dapper, not Dapper Labs. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Found it. We it's at the very top of that. Jaggers. <clears throat> yeah, so here we go from Hello Dapper. So far, these projects have the highest percentage of their communities repping their NFTs as profile pictures on Dapper. Jolly Joker, 17%. More than 3% ahead of the next the next closest. So that was that was fun to see. Give it some love. Yeah, head on over to that tweet, hit it with a like. Reply in there with your, your PFP if you've got it. <laughs> there you go we see josh allen we see you rocking the, th the 3d kobe i know right such a good one except linkedin yeah that's reasonable <laughs> linkedin is uh, actually i think Link linkedin IRL. actually was linkedin was not allowing you to use um like nft uh pfp like caricatures or whatever um like People who are bored apes are putting them on there and it was getting like blocked or banned or I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I kind of get it. I mean, if you're if you're on there like trying to get a gym, uh, who knows though? In this it's day a different age, world though. Yeah. Don't, don't tell the people how they would need to represent themselves online. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, when you look at Twitter, it's it's all all nft PFP. look at some of the major conferences a lot of the major conferences you see like punk 2569 or whatever like yeah. and then you like you but you that have no i mean you have, you have more like name brand with uh representation there than uh they actually I, I was referencing it too i think it was melvick or someone where like uh i've started recognizing their joker before like actually seeing their name or you know whether whatever their old picture was um and like yeah same thing with josh allen there like knowing that that uh, 3D Kobe immediately think of like, oh, okay, yep, I know who that is. Um, okay. I think that's a really cool aspect, and we're starting to see that more and more within the community, both on Twitter and social, on Dapper Labs platforms and Discord, all that. Profile pictures definitely matter. Used to, used to be a person who didn't like necessarily pay attention to it, but very clearly there are uh, there there are things that matter that are represented by your profile picture. And yeah, I, I'm with you on that, Justin. I'm able to tell people that I follow. That, that are, you know, I'm trying to curate lists or curate your feed on Twitter as much as possible. And you can tell more and more by account if someone's really active, who, who they are based on their profile picture. And then there's when I scroll through like my, you know, feed and stuff and I see a joker that is on my timeline, I'm more likely to read it. I'm more likely to engage with it. I'm more likely to kind of click through the replies and see what other people are saying. It's kind of like a, a, a self filter aspect of like, Hey, this is what I care about. This is what I'm interested in. Um, and uh, yeah, it's obviously because we are so, you know, we, we care most about the jokers and everything, but I think it's, it's great. Help us help save me a lot of time and just, you know, efficiency. Yes. Eric. I care about what all the jokers are saying, man. I'm getting in replies all, all the way around. Yeah. Let's get, let's get that joker in there, Eric. No more pink E. <laughs> let's get, get a little jolly joker action in there. Carl, what's up, Carl? Carl is is well. Prior to this week, was the leader in both the extra point and the touchdown. So, pretty impressive there, showing some versatility, being able to beat the the largest field and the smallest field through the first two weeks. So, love, love One, seeing that. Some would say you should bet the house on Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 166 this week for Carl. Looks like no PMR left. Finished sixth in the touchdown. So one easy seven bad. at the top. So 20 points between Carl and, and the top. So I'm sure he'll probably be up there, up there pretty close on the uh, cumulative leaderboard for post week 13 as well. I mean, both of those are top 10 to 15% of the field. So if you're already near the top, like that's, that's keeping you up there. That's strong. Definitely. Uh, all right, TJ, I want to talk DFS. What do we want to talk? 
I'm a little. I'm still tilted. I'm still. Yeah, tilted. I was about to. Say, I want to hear. I want. What was it? A, a 1 p.m. only tournament or something? Or what's? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, God, I mean, literally went into the slate today with just nuts on nuts on nuts. Just like should have. Uh, I should be just going to the bank right now. Um, we'll do FanDuel first. So FanDuel. Um, so I guess first the set, setting the stage this year, there's been a ton of trains. We've talked about this before. Like part of the strategy has kind of been identifying what the train is going to be and then making a decision if you want to get off of that train or stay on it. And if you do get off of it, keeping in mind as the day goes on, like what's going on with that train and what you need to do to beat it and such. Um, FanDuel didn't really feel like there was going to be a major train this time, but definitely felt like there was a solid core. And then maybe there was like a 2v2 or a couple of those off of it. Um, and so TJ and I ended up on the same lineup over there and absolutely smashed. Like literally finished we were second like in, in a thousand in person contest. Most, most 100 person 50-50s, we had the, top, the best score. Yeah, and it was second place in a thousand person like double up or whatever. I know. Like it was, and, and well, and and it would have won. It would have taken or would have got top three in some single entry GPPs. But I wish we were yeah. still dumb enough to play our cash lineups in tournaments. That would have been fun. You can't Absolutely do it though. Not. You can't do it. No. You can't do it. No, no, no. Hey, I don't even get. Anyway. I don't even get tilted about it because I know you can't do it. It's just not. If you wanted, what you could do is go put in the twenty dollar one just for this mental aspect and accept you're going to lose that money. But like, here's the thing: I right, so that twenty would have turned into probably a few hundred or maybe a thousand, and I'd still be tilting the other fifteen to twenty thousand that we probably exactly. should have gotten. <laughs> um, but it's fine, whatever. So Fanduel was awesome, but I still even didn't even play that in everything because these quintuple ups, which is hey, you basically play and you need to finish in the top. 17 16 15 percent to 5x your money and like the strategy here is you don't play the train you stay off of your course um cash lineup because if it ends up being a train well now all you need to do is get a slight variation and the upside is if you beat that train you're 5xing if you lose you're not and if that's a 50 50 situation or even like a 45 55 it's a huge edge and that's why like i tried to go off of the normal cash ones for that. And so I did that. I did a tweet straight 2v2 of our cash lineup and ended up it was Lamar that I 2v2'd who ended up getting hurt and stuff. So that lineup obviously still did really well, but didn't get high enough because I got a basically a zero out of QB. So like, I don't know. And I think I probably had around like 1500 there. So that would have been another like, yeah, fun 5X there, um, whatever. Okay, process wise, I'm still happy with that. DraftKings. DraftKings, we get down to a 2v2 and um, like talking to the guys in ETR, we're going back and forth and like we pretty much know because you can see in the ETR Discord like what the cha- like what the train is going to be. And the, basically the train is what people think Adam Levitan is playing. Like literally they are trying in Discord to guess what he's playing based off what he's saying throughout the week, but what he has in the articles, what he says in the 1145, like literally people's DFS game has turned into not how do I project the most points, but how do I try to guess what Adam is going to play? I mean, Adam, I don't think Adam's had a losing week uh, yet this year, so it's sharp. Last week, maybe, I don't know. Last week wasn't great for him, but like, um, no, yeah, he's been smashing, obviously, his weeks are different than ours because he's getting all these cat head to head. So like the trains don't really matter for him. Uh, worst case scenario for him, he ends up just, you know, um, getting a refund and they tie, but yeah, so you've got all these people and we know, okay, this is what the train's going to be. This is what they're playing. And they're basically playing. It is Eckler and Nico Collins. And the two V two that I am on is Travis Etienne and Christian Kirk. And I knew what they had. I knew what I had. I was happy with what I had. I believed in ETN. His prop line this morning was going up with carries. All the signs and all the reports were positive. And morning, day goes really well. ETN starts off strong. Christian Kirk has a great day. We saw his moment was going because he reached the 100 yards and such. Um, like he was playing in the course field that I used to call it. Doing so well. Um ETN ends up having a bad rollout in the second half because they had so few plays. Not really sure what happened, but it wasn't great. He got me a snowflake, but it's fine because Nico Collins was dust. He had nine targets and two receptions, two receptions for 29 yards. That was his entire day until literally with like a minute or two left in the game, he gets a trash touchdown, a trash touchdown. 
So now, and here's the thing, it literally happened at the end of the game, which means it was after the 405 late swaps, but before the 425. So now I've got 14 minutes from when this happened to make a decision on what I do with swaps. Because that 2v2 was looking really good with Kirk and Etienne because Nico was doing nothing. But once Nico got this trash touchdown, I now have to decide, oh shit, they have Eckler and the rest of our lineups are the exact same. And I have to first go to see how many people have this train. And it looks like from different tournaments between 27 to 40% of people had this stupid train. Just because they're trying to guess what Adam Levitan is playing. Jeez. So you have this train and I'm like, crap. Austin Eckler, he needs 15 change points basically to outscore. And now how often is – and it's DraftKings scoring, so it's point PPR. So, like, how often is Austin Eckler getting 15 points? And it's probably, like, 75% of the time, maybe 80%. Like, his volume has been insane. It's a great matchup against Las Vegas. Um, he had, like, 11 God, targets is, last game. He had, like, some oh absurd amount of – he gets absurd amounts of targets. Like, he's – that PPR right. is huge for him. So, I'm basically saying if I don't do anything, then, like – if Austin Eckler gets those 15 points, I lose and there's nothing I can do about it. The other option is I could do a late swap because I still had Joe Burrow and some IJP Ryan to go, but so did that other lineup. But that's how I can now get some flexibility. I had P Ryan in the flex spot. So I basically look and I'm like, okay, I can go with Derek Carr and T Higgins. And I'm losing about three or four points in projections, but now I'm getting additional outs where even if Eckler gets 15, 18, 20 points, if Higgins, you know, and Derek Carr potentially outperform those two, like, and I'm not giving up that much. So what I ended up doing was doing a swap of about probably 80, nah, 70% of my action. Basically anything that wasn't single entry or head to head, I swapped over to that Derek Carr, T Higgins one. And uh, the other stuff I kept. And Austin Eckler finishes with, points. what? He got 14 points, right? I know. He finished with like 15 point change, but he had a fumble. So it's like 13 or 14, like barely missed. So like the stuff that I didn't swap ended up smashing because both Burrow and Pirine did amazing. And uh, the other stuff ended up burning, but would have still won and basically completely 2x because Eckler got 14 points. Oh, that's tilting. Late swap is so tough. And I think it was the right move. And Do we like, just give up on late swapping and just go back to tried and true? The worst part Plug about it... Plug your head it, into the sand and let, let it ride. Right. The worst part about it is I can just be like, you know, if I would have just asked my wife, hey, let's just go for a walk. And like, <laughs> if I just invested more in my home life, if yep. I was like, Arnie, Arnie, let's go play ball right now. Let's go outside and play. That's all you had to do. But instead... God, and like disappointing. I think it was the right swap, but like I, I can't leave myself at an eighty percent chance or whatever it is that Eckler's going to score at least fifteen points. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this season, Eckler, he's probably there's probably only one or two games where he didn't get fifteen. I would guess, if that, like maybe two times before today. Let me go check real quick. I mean, I'm sure that's right, but yeah. Um, and also, like, he's been underperforming just because of lack of touchdowns for, like, what he actually gets. Um, he's the high. His projection was 22.5 points, highest projected running back on the slate. His previous weeks have been 25, 18, 13.3, but against San Francisco, number one against running backs, 25, 36, 24, 39, 35. <laughs> like 15 is nowhere even in <laughs> yeah. like his his chances to hit 15 i agree with you i had to be 80 plus percent <sighs> that is a frustrating frustrating situation Josh Allen, so yeah, still yeah. justin is the best in the game when it comes to this stuff my friend you you keep tuning in here you'll hear <sighs> lots of big brain concepts tilting tilting that's what we're talking about i'm the best in the world at tilting best in the world at tilting you actually this is great. This better. might be the most you get a little better. Your, your tilt game is, is is good, but you could get a little bit better in your tilt game, Justin. You um, have to get more opportunities to be tilted. If I if I believe that I may that I may have made the wrong decision, holy shit, that's when I'm tilting bad. And like TJ and I had one where like maybe it was the wrong like I don't, know, I don't remember what it was. Was that last was week? Like the Devonte one? No, it was it was a few weeks ago. Last week I didn't play because I was traveling for football. That's right. That's right. Two weeks ago. But no, there was one that like I'm pretty sure we like we. We probably shouldn't have done it. 
And that's yeah, when I told him to buy. We were overthinking it. Yeah. But like this one, I'm like, no. Like it, it's simple. I had to get off the Eckler. Like, yeah. Team no slop. <sighs> Team whenever no you're slop. just putting whenever you're just uh Coming up with guys that are named Nico Collins, I know I'm just like, all right, the DFS, the DFS streets are just hard. <laughs> Nico Collins, the last three weeks has had seven, eight, and ten ten uh, targets, I just think, but like for about 45, 50 yards. Um, that is so. That is so true. Like if you're not playing DFS, you're never thinking about Nico Collins, literally ever. <laughs> There's just no way you're thinking about Nico. Even, even me, I, like I'm occasionally still looking at DFS and can I still, I still am not listening to all of the shows that like talk about Nico Collins. Meanwhile, so, if you're playing DFS, it's like, Ooh, do I play Nico Collins or not? Big, big decision point this slate. The only decision. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like it came down to Nico Collins and uh, God, he, this still was just such a stupid touch. If it would have happened 10, 15 minutes early, Earlier, I could would have swapped off Kenneth Walker because that was a far shakier part of the lineup than Burrow or P. Ryan. And Walker obviously got hurt, did nothing, and that would have been easy. But like it had to happen oh. after the 405 game started, right? Oh. Yeah, that is that is brutal timing. <laughs> I had so, yeah, still I a profitable day, but the, the, the play actually the play actually is to go out and touch touch some grass because uh, I had to like go out front and trim this tree a little bit, and I did it like right before four o'clock and then i forgot to to cancel some of my unmatched head-to-heads in uh in the 4 p.m slate and then i ended up with like seventeen hundred dollars against mclovin in a 2v2 and i won so that was cool (laughs) (laughs) i like came inside i'm like oh no it's gonna be after 405 and it was like literally 405 on the dot and i was like well here we go we're flipping we're flipping a coin and then uh, I had Jarek McKinnon get a touchdown. I was like, let's go. What was the 2v2? It was like Jer- I had Jarek McKinnon and George Kittle, and he had he had Foster Moreau and then that Caron Williams or whatever, and that guy basically Jared. didn't even do anything. No, nah, Akers. I, I, as soon as the first drive came out, it was all Cam Akers, and I was like, okay, this is good. Yeah. And then McKinnon ended up getting a lot of run because they were down a lot of the game too, so. And then he got in the end think, zone. But McKinnon just yeah, plays and, a good amount for that. Like he just he's right in the mix. Yeah. Yep. And uh even before he had that receiving touchdown, they also gave him the rush from the one yard line. Yeah. So like it wasn't that fluky. Um yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh let's bounce over quickly here to the rumble rumble cumulative leaderboard. Shout out Neil. Got Wanna the, zoom zoom in a little bit? Got the cumulative stuff. Yeah, let me try to do that. Let me take Josh Allen's question real quick while you're setting this up. What is a 2v2? Uh, 2v2 just means like, hey, your lineup is normally, what, nine guys? Um, And a 2v2 would mean that the other ones are all the same, and there's my two versus your two. Uh, So, like, let's say we have the exact same lineup, except I have this quarterback and running back, and you have a different quarterback and running back. That would be the 2v2 of each other. So, usually that means that, hey, like, your lineups are really similar. Your process is probably very similar and your 2v2 between them are probably close to a coin flip or a toss-up. And that's exactly what that uh, Austin Eckler and Nico Collins versus Travis Etienne and Christian Kirk, that was a 2v2 with the rest of the lineups being completely the same. And, like, I think my side was 51-49. Like, it was virtually a coin flip, but you got to be cognizant of it. Yeah. Good insights. Good insights. All right, so shout out Tinsel Tom, man. This guy is just crushing as of late. This is the extra point that we're looking at. This is the cumulative leaderboards here, so you can kind of see. Uh, you go to JJ Cumulative, you can see all three contests, and then basically by by individual Joker here, we we display all three weeks of results. So he took down, had the number one lineup in the extra point this week. Tinsel Tom with 202.95, so he's leading the extra point. It looks like I believe he's also somewhere near the top in the field goal, if not at the top. Yep, at the top in the field goal for the most amount of money, $10,000 to the winner. He ran the same team in the extra point uh, as also ran in the field goal. And then over in that touchdown, four, six jokers. We still have a bet the house. Leading 
lead in the touchdown contest. Like I said, he had 166 this week, taking home a nice $2,500 right now. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, take a look at the cumulative leaderboards and then, you know, you, it'll take all three of your weeks or next week, obviously four weeks, uh, and add them up and, and show you your position and show you the winnings for the cumulative contest that will get paid out after week 18. So a quick little preview of rumble there. And I'll be doing Tune in tomorrow. To, yeah, yeah exactly. I'll be doing the, the full on breakdown tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. We already have the, the YouTube up there. So you guys can go ahead, set the reminder there. We'll walk through everything in the morning, break down, especially because, you know, we got the, the Sunday night game finishing here. Dallas just scored another another touchdown right before the half. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll walk through everything that we saw this week. The, the top scores, the most owned players. Again, continue to talk about some of these concepts like thinking through the ownership percentages and the idea of leverage and, uh, yeah, just kind of the some of the core principles that you want to think about when you're playing some some tournament fantasy sports and, and how that all all works. I did I did forget to roast last week. I can't forget to do that. This we I got to figure out the best like way to to get lineups in to to roast I, I don't i still haven't figured out the best process to follow for that because i do love the idea of the roast but then logistically it hasn't quite panned out have you tried like doing from an otm account tweet that's probably a good idea just pop up pop that up on the otm account just have people reply I, to it i would do it like because you're when do you do this you do it monday at like 10 11 like o'clock 11 a.m right? yeah yeah so i would do it tonight and be like because right now it's people it who out. are tilting like me yeah, and then that's true. Away. That's true. They're like, roast this piece of shit lineup I made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you ask Justin to give you the breakdown tomorrow, he'll be like, I already forgot about it. The pain is already go go here and gone. I don't want to talk about it again. <laughs> On to Cincinnati. Love it. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to do the roast tomorrow, Mr. Mister Yardley. It'll be fun. <clears throat> All right, sweet. Anything else we want to cover? I do want to get to Boom Fantasy Jolly oh, Joker yeah. wheels. Let's get, let's get to the boom and then big week coming up. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say we should sure. preview the week for sure. Give us the rundown of, of what, what we got going on Monday and Tuesday this coming week. TV. Yeah, two yeah, big so days. So tomorrow, so tomorrow we have the, the rumble review, 11 a.m. And then at 5 p.m. we're gonna be doing a top shot spaces. Definitely want to tune into that that top shot spaces. We're also stay tuned because we're gonna be announcing a, a little contest that we're going to run for the NBA. We'll be talking through that in the spaces and, uh, you know, maybe even have some opportunities to, to win some giveaways potentially, maybe. So you're going to want to tune into that spaces. And then Tuesday night, the Jolly Joker town hall, 9 PM Eastern time in the discord. That is going to be a must, must watch, must attend. Don't really want to say too much more but it's going to be good. I, yeah, I, I, I'm just not, not, can't say anything, not ruining anything. So, so excited. Tune in on Tuesday. Absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, let's do the boom. Let's bring this, let's bring this up. Shout out to you guys. 66 people on this wheel supporting our partner over at boom fantasy. Shout out boom. If sponsored rumble two weeks now have been, you know, an awesome partner to partner with and to bring some, some different kind of contests to you guys. So shout out to 66 people on this list. We're spinning five, right? Justin, five We're Jolly Jokers. Spinning five. Most you can win is one. Um, so make sure you remove them from the wheel or whatever. Um, and then this is anyone who signed up uh, during the week six, one way back when, or this past week. So um, everyone was still eligible. I want to make sure that, um, you know, we included everyone. Beautiful. Here we go. Number one coming at you. Spinning that jolly colored wheel. Is it going to get there? Tiger. 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 Mentor. How many is he up to? He's, he's, got, a, he's got a bunch. He's got, he's, got, right. he's got seven or eight, I think. He's climbing. He's, he's number climbing. one. Congrats. Number two. Is it gonna hold T Fire? Ooh, T Fire. Okay. Apparently, if you got a T in front of your name, you've got an increased chance at winning. 
May the odds ever be in your favor. T name. I mean, we almost got another T. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Dr. Mean has been so close twice. There it is. Dr. Dr. Mean takes mean. it down. It almost didn't get there. I was a little bit yeah, nervous. There. Was it Dr. Mean? I think it was right before the yeah. hiker wanted. Yeah. Three. Here comes number four. Two more. And Sashka. Sashka. 25. Shout out, Sashka. It's part of the touchdown club. Okay, the final, final number five. Jolly Joker. Thank you, Boom Fantasy, for everything. Thank you, everyone who supported them and us. And there's an OG, D.H. Russell. Congratulations. All right. I think uh, those are mostly Discord names, uh, so we should be able to get a hold of everyone. Uh, you are also feel free to open up a ticket, a winner's ticket, and uh, we'll get you handled there. But um, to make sure that people do have the opportunity to uh, that these will count for the playoff contest, like if you did help you up. So you will actually be minting these and then we'll give you the full rebate for it. But this way you do get credit for um, the mint for any kind of the playoff contest that we have coming. Love it. Great you show, gents. I saw you getting close, Stogie. I think you were one or two names off. A little bit of a sweat. Stogie, I think, would have officially been leader in the clubhouse if he if he had taken down one of these. I believe he's tied for the most right now, Jez and Joker holder, I believe. I know how he can take the lead, though. Stogie, the lead is always possible if you want it. <laughs> JollyJokersNFT.com. M-I-N-T. Just keep clicking that button. You'll have the lead. It's mint, mint. Jet blue status. All right. Any final words for the people? Thanks for joining us. Big week ahead. Going to be fun. Chat in the morning. Cheers. I like the new logo, Steve. Love it. And with that, enjoy the rest of the Sunday Night Football game, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.